The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. It's a story about the Chavetz Chaim, and I like this story because I heard it from a descendant of the Chavetz Chaim, a great-great-grandson of the Chavetz Chaim, told me this story last night. He says, the Chavetz Chaim during World War I, he had a yeshiva called the Rod and Yeshiva, he had a problem, the war was coming, they had to decide what to do. They actually, one of his, the head of his school, opened this something called Goral HaGra. Goral HaGra is some kind of lottery that you do, you turn, turn pages of the Chumash, we don't do it, but it's a special way to do it, you start, turn certain pages of the Chumash, and you land in a certain pasuk, and it's like that pasuk is what Hashem is telling you to do. The head of his school did, did this whole Goral HaGra, and landed on the pasuk that said, Yaakov Avinu, because he was afraid of war, split his camp and split his family. So the Chavez Chaim says, and then the head of the school came to tell the Chavez Chaim, Chavez Chaim says, I already know what we're going to do. We're going to split the camp, just like Yaakov Avinu. He's like, wow, that's exactly what I just saw in the Pasuk. And he took half the yeshiva, left them in Raden, and half the yeshiva, they're going to run away. Chavez Chaim went with the half that left the city. They went to a city called Zimyach. In the city of Zimyach, the Chavetz Chaim stayed in someone's house. The house, the parents of the house, the name of the house is Edelstein. Have you heard of Rav Gershon Edelstein who passed away a couple of weeks ago? It's Rav Gershon Edelstein's parents' house. Rav Gershon Edelstein was about 7 or 10 years old when the Chavetz Chaim was in his house. And the Chavetz Chaim stayed there with the yeshiva. I guess the yeshiva was in the yeshiva. He stayed in the house for a few months. One day the Chavetz Chaim is in this house and he hears a woman crying outside. So the Chavetz Chaim says, what's going on? And he sees the head of his school is talking to the woman. Who's the woman? She's a widow. And this widow says, I have a son, and I want my son to join the yeshiva. The head of the yeshiva says, the yeshiva is for boys that are 20 years old. Your son is like 10, 11 years old. He doesn't fit at all. I want him to join the yeshiva. I'm nervous. I don't know about husband. I don't know what's going to be with him. We're in the middle of a war. I want him to join the yeshiva but he's 10 years old. Because I wanted to join the yeshiva. It's going to be best for him. You could watch, you can protect him, he could learn, he could grow. She said, Rabbi says, but I'm sorry, the right mercy that I could have on you is us not to take him. He doesn't belong here. You know how the schools, they love to do that. Oh, well, the best for your kid is not to come. So it's not my mercy for you. The Chavez Chaim, he has the commotion. He says, what's going on? So the rabbi tells him all that's going on. Chavez Chaim says, one second, you're having more mercy on the kid than his own mother? His mother says it's best for him to come. You're deciding that it's best for him not to come? Chavez Chaim says, I am accepting him into the yeshiva, and I am making a commitment that I will take care of this kid. They bring this 10-year-old boy, 11, I don't know the exact age, they bring him into the yeshiva. A few weeks later, the boy gets a disease. I think it's called trifus, typhus, I'm forgetting the word. He gets a disease, he has to go to the hospital. Chavetz Chaim tends his daughter, Fagi, to be with this boy and watch him and take care of him while he's in the hospital. The Chavetz Chaim and the yeshiva move, and this Fagi stayed for three months in this town, watching this orphan boy taking care of him. Nice? After the three months, the boy leaves. He grows up. He says, you know what? I'm not going to go back to the Chavetz Chaim's yeshiva. I'm going to go to a different yeshiva. And he goes to the yeshiva called Slabatka. So here's the Chavetz Chaim. He spent all this time on this kid. He vouched for the kid. Left his daughter behind in the middle of a literal world war. Had his daughter, Fagi, watch this boy. After all that, the boy leaves, goes to a different yeshiva. He becomes an incredible student in that different yeshiva. 
and the boy marries the daughter of the Rosh Yeshiva of Slabatka. Very nice. Very nice. End of the story so far. The Chavetz Chaim's daughter, now she gets older, older, whatever. At the end of her life, she went to move in to her son's house, a married son's house. This daughter, Fagi, is now in the married son's house. And one day, Fagi is talking to his do- her daughter-in-law. You follow me? She's talking to her own daughter-in-law. She says, I want to tell you a story. She's telling her daughter-in-law. Years ago, my father, World War I, had to run to a new town, went to the Edelstein house. My father heard about a woman, a widow, who was screaming, and he went, and he took in that boy and took care of the boy. And this Fagi keeps going. This, this older woman now keeps going, and she says, and I went to the hospital and stayed in the hospital for three months to watch this boy. So the daughter-in-law says, why are you telling me this story? She says, I'll tell you the story because that boy is your father. So in essence, she's saying, my son married the daughter of that boy. I watched that boy for three months. I took care of him. I nursed him back to health. It looked like he went away from me. He went to a different yeshiva. Went away from my father. Went to a different yeshiva. His daughter married my son. And that boy, actually, the, that boy that she took care of, ended up, his name was Moshe Chevroni. He became the Rosh Yeshiva of the Chevron Yeshiva. You may have heard of it. One of the most prestigious Yeshiva in the world today. Became the Rosh Yeshiva of Chevron Yeshiva. And today is his Yorzai. But what I'm saying the story to you for is because as I'm hearing the story, and the rabbi was telling to me, this is her, this Fagi's grandson, telling me the story. As he's telling me the story, I'm like, ugh, he's running away. Terrible. Oh, he has to stay in someone else's house. Terrible. Oh, he had horrible. He has to take in this kid. Horrible. Oh, now she, the kid gets sick. Like, what a bummer. He take care of the kid. Now he's sick. Now the kid's in the hospital. Now he's leaving his own daughter behind to watch the kid. Like, what a failure. Everything's going wrong. Yet the reality is, the whole story went so right. So how do you view the stories in your life? What's the narrative you want to create this summer for your home, for your marriage, for your children, for your grandchildren, for your parents, for your community? What's the narrative you want to create? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.